Amigos, and welcome back to Halijuku, your fun East Asian pop culture goodness podcast thing. I'm Peter Rave, your man with no plan. Uh, here with me, of course, as always, is my partner in crime, Brandon Cooper, aka Kaz. How you doing, Kaz? I'm doing well. I'm rocking uh, what I like to call hobo chic. <laughs> Uh, it's a, it's a bo- boho, not hobo, it's bohemian. <laughs> uh, riding the rails for, for, for a good day's pay. Uh, we're here, of course, to discuss East Asian pop culture, you know, K-pop and, and the like, doing that and the other thing. Uh, of course, we start off every episode, talk about what's new, what's caught our attention this week, Cass. What's new? What's, what's caught your attention? What's happened this week? Um, so there is a couple of things that caught my attention this week, and uh, we're going to start with a named uh, Day Day, uh, not the Day Day you're thinking of. Um, I don't know. I don't know much about Day Day. Uh, I had looked up a little bit of stuff, uh, but there wasn't wasn't a lot that I could find. Um, but a a relatively new-ish rapper, not not all that new but um put out a song uh called piggy bank and it's actually pretty damn good uh not super fun song but i think it's super fun it has uh it has a lot of like fun elements to it and i kind of like the the i we've always said before we like this style of braggadocious where it's <laughs> styled to be fun have fun and and all be about it being fun yeah uh yeah I'm, I'm yeah I'm okay with it. It has uh the, some of those like elements of a little bit of a swag swag you know, swag lordness uh and it kind of is at least adjacent to the to to certain to those styles. It's kind of well into that style of like the uh swagalicious braggadocious uh kind of like uh you know hip hop style. It's good. I I I'm. It's. Uh, I have to uh, give it a few more listens, maybe, uh, to see if I can really get down with it. But but I can definitely see how, how it's at least a little bit less grating than when they truly get you know like try hard, <laughs> uh, which this can feel a little bit. But like it's not you know they're not flashing guns. They're not this is like gritty you know. In the dark, like, uh, you know, all that style is at least meant to have the personality and be fun. So I'll, I'll give it that. Uh, it also has uh, Haswan, who I, I first heard on the new Mama Moo album, which uh, which we're going to talk about when it gets my turn. <laughs> yeah. I didn't really like his style in this song. It was his vocal odd and it made me look back at my screen What's going on 
Yeah. Um, Cause it's, you know, it's right. <laughs> You're like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what? Uh, it's it's a microphone a, in front of you. Speak into it. Yeah, it's it's a little bit. It's a it's a very much a uh, like a. I don't I don't want to say appropriation, but very much a, like a like a like a version of the lean style. The I'm fucking drinking lean, and this is me high lean rapping like. Yo, like. It's yeah. kind of like that. I think that's what he's going for. Uh, which, that's, that's I think, part of what it's like... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I still like the beat. I like the music. I like Day Day. I, lo- I like his flow style. It was really fun. So, definitely worth checking out. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. go do that. Uh, so, yeah, my next song uh is by a gentleman that we have praised here many many times before and it's a uh, loco uh with his new song still uh which i really i like this song it's a it's a slower song um it's almost a ballad almost not really though um but i definitely i definitely enjoyed it and uh i, I like the the style of it uh it's very k-pop it's very k-pop in its styling yeah. um even though it's in black and white, it, it has this very brightness to it, even though it's supposed to be kind of dark, um, which is kind of a pop thing. Uh, but I really enjoyed it. I like the song. I like the flow. And Loco is kind of, or I, I don't know, I'm really, I really like Loco as an artist, and I, I think he's just going to keep growing. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's cool. I, I like this. I like, you know, what I'm hearing of this. Uh, it's, it is kind of more chill, more slow paced, uh, mm-hmm. than, you know, kind of some of the hip hop, but it's that style of song. It's, it's what you're going to expect with a lot of Korean hip hop artists and, you know, it's just a thing that they have to do in their industry. Uh, it's R&B style and that's what you're going to expect from some, I think probably going to expect at least sometimes from somebody on AOMG, just because, you know, J Park. Yeah. Big part for all the, the for the swag lordness that he is, he he at the target is also a, an R and B guy, so uh, an R and B songwriter. He knows how to make music that uh makes the ladies happy. Yeah, he wants to wants to make the ladies happy. Yeah, I, I will say, like I, I I don't think there have been very many A R B artists that we don't like. Like AOMG has done pretty a, a, a relatively good job in creating a, a good base of the people. There's probably that those second tier of people that you don't hear as much from that aren't as great, but the the people that you kind of know to be the core of AOMG yeah. are really good. Yeah, I mean it's Jay Park, it's Simon D, Simon Dominique. Uh, it's Gray, who we've talked about before. Chacha Malone, who's mainly mainly producer. Uh, Hoodie, uh, just recently. She put out some good stuff. Uh, Loco, and then there's Ugly Duck, Elo, DJ Wegun, DJ Pumpkin, and Hep, <laughs> mostly just other guys. Uh, DJ, the dude, the two DJs are just DJs, and Hep is a graphic designer. <laughs> yeah. This is like the music artists who I think we've we've enjoyed. Uh, 
I think Ugly Duck is, is his own personality, but <laughs> but uh, we can appreciate him for what he is. <laughs> All right. Um, so I got I got one more for us. And I was kind of debating putting this in here because this this gave me mixed feelings, right? Mm-hmm. So let's let's just get this out of the way. So BAP's new release, uh, Skydive, um, an amazing song. Really, really enjoy the fuck out of this song. Uh, I love the hell out of it. I think it's really, really good. Um, so definitely go listen to it. Go check it out. I think BAP is coming back strong. Yeah. Here's my problem. Uh, I would say it's it's a return to BAP form. Yeah. High energy, just really good, like, just fun K-pop music. Um, it, 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 it's K-pop at its, it, at its K-popiest, you know, like, there, there's nothing else. It's K-pop. Yeah. Um, so, the problem I have with it is the video. Um, I think the video is just way too much. Like, it, it's just, it is, it's just too much. It's too long. I, I know, it, 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 I, uh, there, I know there are many movies, but this is legitimately a mini movie. The narrative makes no sense. Uh, it's all over the place as a narrative for a video, and I just I don't know. If, if you take out all the little the fake story that you put in here, and you kind of put the little like performance stuff and and all this stuff other stuff in here that just makes it a K-pop video, I'd I'd enjoy it more. But all this other shit you put in here, just, I don't, it just, yeah. it kills me. It fucking I, kills me. I think a uh, good way to put it is they put it on, how they put it on Asian Junkies, uh, one shot on steroids. Like, uh, which, which you kind of, kind of can say that this kind of brings them back to, to the VAP form that we remember from like one shot or warriors and, you know, things like that. Uh, which I like the, the video is, it's kind of ridiculous. Uh, yeah, it's very ambitious. Um, it's very over the top. It's very like I don't know somebody somebody in BAP or uh, played a lot of uh, uh, a lot of uh, what the fuck is it called the uh, fucking sudden attack. <laughs> you know, decided he wanted to do a big firefight in the middle of the song, in the middle of the video. Um, yeah, do you figure Jung Up was going to be the bad guy? with spoiler alert. There's a, there's a double cross. You figure he was going to be the bad guy when we found out that he had a Jewish slur tattoo on his hand. Uh, apparently, it's a it's a say, Jewish uh, 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 yeah Jewish slur a Russian Jewish slur. It's basically beat the Jews, save Russia in Russian. It's like it was very like SS, very World War Two. It's like so. There was that. So you know what? That was your biggest clue yeah. at the you know, to 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 the twist at the end. <laughs> um, some stylist just didn't bother looking anything up. Um, but yeah, I yeah, think well, the video no, was that's cool. in like they they looked up they looked up gang <laughs> and, and then like oh I can see that one I can recreate that yeah okay give me your hand like I could draw that that's easy yeah. <laughs> like, and then later <laughs> on we're like, it out. shit shit. <laughs> cool tattoo. Probably should have looked at the translation. Skull tattoo. 
They went on neighbor and went skull tattoo. Order that in Korean, you know, it's like uh yeah. But but yeah, the, the videos I, I didn't mind the video. Uh it's definitely not a multiple view video, you know. It's not one you're gonna yeah. watch over and over again to get your fix of the song. But it's an interesting experience the first time. Um yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> but I definitely, I definitely, bless you. I definitely, definitely like the song. Um, yeah. I, I really, really like the song, um, a lot, and I think it's a really good song. Uh, yeah. Holy crap! I've been on the wrong mic this whole time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, well, sorry for that audio. I don't, I don't feel like starting over. So it's, it's the, it's the way it is. I was recording off of here. So, I am very sorry for the beginning of our episode, but you know what? I'm, we're just going to keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, so that's VAP Skydive. Uh, great song, mediocre video, uh, still worth checking out. Like Petey said, it, it's an experience the first time you watch it. I will say the first time I watched it, when I kind of, so so when I do my little bit of research for, for um, how you drew cool. I'll go and I'll look at a video maybe a couple of times. And what happened was I had a cup. I opened up a couple of different videos sometimes. And I did that this week. Uh, sometimes I'm, there's a bit of a scramble, but this week I opened up a couple of different videos and I kind of knew what I wanted to pick, um, going in. And I w- knew this BAP song was coming out. Uh, but I, n- I didn't look at anything about what the video was going to be. So I go into it and I just clicked on it and I'm watching it. And then at some point I was finally like, this video's still going, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, fuck, this video's still fucking going, man. Like, yeah. it's, it's still going. Yeah. And then I finally, like, scrolled over the time bar, and I'm like, 10 minutes? What the fuck? Hey, be what you doing to me. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I enjoy the song a lot, so. Yeah. That's my take. Um. Yeah. Uh, not what what's new with me. Uh, so of course, the, it, it, I think it's very easy to predict what I'm going to start with. Obviously, like I said, uh, I mentioned Mama Moo, um, earlier, and yeah, what else am I going to talk about? The new Mama Moo release. <laughs> it's, it came out. Um, we've we've entered phase two of the Mama Moo musical universe, uh, just like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh. You know, this, I guess, since this is the first one back, this probably is the Iron Man 3 of the, <laughs> of the Mama Moo musical universe, if you want to look at it that way. Uh, but yeah, Mama Moo came out with a new mini album, Memory, uh, with a, pr- a promotional single, uh, by the name of Dekal Komani, uh, which is the original word from which we get Dekal, de- uh, uh, Dekal? Yeah, Dekal, or Decal. Uh, it is a very much it is very much playing up to the uh to the to the power of vocals aspect of Mamamoo. Uh it, overall so overall it's a it's a good song and I enjoy it. I think it it, it has it very much showcases their vocals uh first and foremost. Uh it has some pretty good uh you know pretty cool instrumental going for it. It has very much a a more mature sound. Uh, 
I think if you, if, yeah, it's a more mature sound. It has a very cool, mature style to it. Uh, and has a cool instrumental. Uh, I think if you were to fault the song for a couple things, it would be that it, oh, it, it is very much leans into the idea of it being about, like, belting and power chords and power vocals and, like, going full diva, Ailey, you know, that thing. Um, yeah. Where, where that may be, that isn't necessarily, uh, that isn't necessarily what all of, you know, Mama Wu has to be. Though, I mean, they have, they have power vocals, but it, they, they do, I, I don't know, that's not necessarily what they have to make their thing, uh, cause they're so versatile. Um, and, I think that, and, and you know, it's, it is that that it le- very much leans into that diva style vocaling, and I I think I don't mind it as much, but I I think if it had been if they had de-emphasized the belting the chorus, you know, uh, <laughs> and focused more on the, what they had going on the instrumental, have a different balance to it, it could have been a lot better of a song. But overall, I liked it. Uh, what do you think of the song? Uh, I liked it. I, it's definitely maybe not a my favorite Mamamoo song, but uh, I didn't I didn't find too much wrong with it to complain about. Like there's there's really nothing to complain about for me. Um, but I do kind of agree with with some of the gripes that you had. Maybe that it, it's too much power battle, too much of a power ballad in that Korean style. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It, it's Still fine. I would. I. I don't know. I kind of tend to when I get to know a group for kind of fun, exciting songs. I tend to really like those from them more than anything else. Yeah. Um, I tend to like that stuff from Mamamoo a little bit more, but I don't mind them doing these kind of things just to show range, you know. And I mean, they're not always going to do it. And it, this isn't. This isn't a like. This is what they're going to do from now on. It's just a, a little, to show a little bit of difference, and I'm fine with that. Yeah, showing a little bit of evolution, taking what what their strengths are and, and evolving a bit. Uh, the music video is is nice. Uh, they they look great, all of them. Uh, their visuals are fantastic. Uh, there's and and it worked really well with the song. I will say, speaking of music videos that kind of go a little bit too long or have some things that could be trimmed down, uh, it, there was the 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 odd sequence in the breakdown where it's just like the song disappears and then we have this like awkward ass like flirting culminating kissing scene that's very obviously supposed to be like uh they find you know they're like whoa uh they finally get down to down dirty uh and they're awoken um which is which is okay in and of itself uh, I will say it, it was even worse in the uh, the original cut of the video, <laughs> uh, where there was there's a lot of like it's very much playing on the the the, the Korean wrist grab, which is uh, annoying. Also with like fucking this dude cornering the women or grabbing them by the wrist to bring them back or uh, you know uh, to kind of. Uh, bring them into this like culminating kiss, which is borderline with the three other girls. But then there was the original cut of Solar's segment, 
where she is very obviously distressed and cornered in an elevator and being very much <laughs> assaulted. Like, like it is, there's literally no bones about it. Like, like I found it perfectly. Uh, like, there's literally no, no question about, like, the, the tone of this. Like, that's not romantic. Look at her. Like, that, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is an assault. The bad director. Yeah, that was a, that's an assault. Like, the, the other ones are 50-50. Like, like, Moonbiol's is nice because she brings him in with the tie and, like, you know, uh, and I would say my if it wasn't for this other thing, my main gripe was that the kiss was so softcore and hidden. But I guess you know it's it, they're not actresses, so they it's probably wasn't even doing that was super awkward for them. Uh, but the the, the I don't know, I yeah I, I'm not a fan of like that. <laughs> Plus, even on top of that, the whole sequence was unnecessary and disrupted the flow of the song like on top of all that so uh i wasn't a fan of that part of the video so uh, for now if i'm gonna watch the video i'm gonna watch the performance the dance version uh which is you know a lot better for repeat viewing uh so go check that out yeah uh, i don't know that being said I don't know if you had thoughts on the whole, like, the whole video, what, you know, the sequences in the video. Not really. The video was just kind of meh overall. Like, it, it's just kind of there. Uh, and it, I don't know. I'm starting to, I'm starting to notice that with there's a lot of videos now, unless they really, really go for it, it's kind of just there to be there. Because video's a thing in, in, uh, you know, in Korea, so you kind of have to have a video because video plays are still a, a thing on shows and stuff like that. So, yeah. still watches watches music video on on the internet, so that's still useful. Mm-hmm. And they need those to win the music shows, which is still useful. Kind okay. of. Uh, but yeah, moving on. Speaking of uh, uh artists coming back uh, from uh, you know. Uh, we, we, we talked about them last week in our, you know, or I think last week or the other week when we talked about like the seven year curse and like surviving it and things like that. Uh, Tiara came out with, uh, with a new track called Tiamo. Uh, it's, it's an interesting track. It's, it's, it's more of a ballad than anything else. Uh, but it's definitely not super low tempo. Uh, it has some tempo. It has you know, kind of like it has some instrumental, and it, it's it's nice. It's not it's not uh it's not an all out club banger like uh we've come to to expect from Tiara. <laughs> uh, but it's nice and sentimental, and they look great, and and it's pretty. I like it. It's pretty. Uh, well, what do you think, Cass? Um, I like the song. I mean, I I like Tiara. Um, and I, I kind of, I enjoyed this song for the most part. Um, probably not gonna go back to it. It, it, it is like, oh man, new TR. That's cool. Can't wait for the next song. <laughs> the <laughs> like, album. It, it's nothing wrong with it overall, but I don't know. It just kind of like, 
meh. Uh, yeah, like, it, there's literally not bad. It's just kind of meh. It's kind of it's just a winter ballad. It's not as, as much as you can expect from the genre. Um, you know, and that's fine. But what's really cool is just seeing them. The fact that they're you know, in the face of all all the all the people that are wishing them to go away, they're still you know, out there making music. Uh, and I, I did like the recent interview where, where they were talking about how the fact they had actually mentioned that they 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 had already passed their uh, curse time because they had shorter contracts and they've been renewing at least a couple times. So uh, they they they've stuck to it and they're 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 kind yeah. of sticking in sticking in the haters' faces, which you know what. That makes me happy. Nothing else. The fact that uh, they make a salty ass haters angry with the every breath that they make, and they're proud of it. Uh, again, you've been going to your Let's see, what do I got? I don't, I don't have a lot of stuff. Uh, not, <laughs> not much to talk about. I have a couple songs. Uh, Life and Time is a cool indie band that I that I uh, is a uh, I think I talked about it on the show. Uh, yeah, I'm, I've talked about it on the show, I think. Uh, but they're really cool, like, interesting uh, indie band that uh, that have been, you know, been told about. They have uh, their basis is also the basis for the Cox, which I've definitely talked about on the show. Uh, they came up with kind of a new track. Uh, I don't know the, the their English title to it, but it's uh, Madarija. Uh, and it's a cool track. It is like they've kind of historically done like a little bit more of a rock and roll sound, but this one was just straight up ska punk, <laughs> like like just upstroke, yeah. like very bass centric ska punk, and I thoroughly and it was super fun, uh, fun to kind of like like sit and groove to and wiggle my butt around. Uh, the the video is very simple; it's very much just a straightforward performance video. It's just them on a stage with a crowd in front of them. Uh, so you got to see the, the lead singer of the Cox randomly in the crowd just jumping around like like a fool and that was fun as hell. Uh, yeah, overall, <laughs> this is a really cool track. I, a Life in Time is a cool band uh, that does really cool, like, like way out there things. Uh, and that just, like, for the sake of, like, because it's fun to them. Uh, and I really enjoyed it. Know, what did you think? I love bands that you literally watch have fun with music because they like they're good and they can just have fun with music. So I love shit like this. This is totally fucking awesome, um, and I definitely want to hear more from this band. I, like I don't I don't remember us bringing them up, but I think we did. But fucking, I definitely want to hear them more on this show because yeah. I think people need to hear more stuff. Like you, you can tell they're just having fucking fun, but they're so. They're, they're still it's so good the music is really good it's super there it is fuck man <laughs> with the purple hair there's the cox <laughs> and the crowd just like that's my boy kicking ass yeah <laughs> uh that was fantastic uh i will say that uh they're gonna uh be coming up on next week's no, yeah i mean i actually have the yeah, next week's uh, record breakers is going to be about their album Land, 
uh, which we, you know, we were recording. Definitely had a really cool uh, discussion, and the guys did, in fact, get a lot out of it. Even Brett was like, whoa, this is cool and interesting, and I'm going to have to go back and listen to it again. Not to, sorry, not to spoil. <laughs> you should still go check out the next week's episode of Record Bakers. Uh, we can't, we had a cool discussion about it where we just like we were all... All the guys' brains were broken by it, <laughs> the album, which is cool, and I was kind of proud. But yeah, I did that. Uh, so yeah, go check out Life. Uh, last but not least, I'm probably not going to spend too much about it. Uh, Grace released a track called "Trick or Treat," uh, like basically the day before Halloween, uh, appropriately enough. I hadn't brought it up just because I think the previous times I just had a lot of music to bring up and. Uh, it was like I was back and forth on it because it just like come out, uh, but I but you know on 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 repeat listens on on uh, follow up listens I've I've enjoyed kind of the sound of it. Uh, the music video is eh, it's just there. It's kind of like the the Mama video. It's just there. It's just standing around the city while people walk down the street. I don't know. It's just, there's like literally nothing interesting about the video, but uh, that's why I linked the dance version that she like just released a few days ago. Uh, which is where she nails the choreography. She kind of debuts the choreography for the song and uh, nails it pretty well. And, and I, I enjoyed it. I think I enjoyed it even more watching some fun choreography to go with it. Uh, yeah, the, the song is cool and like has a cool style to it. And it's just like watching it together with the cool choreography is really nice. Uh, what did you think? I always tend to like the choreography versions of some videos better just because the performance of a song just fits with some, instead of having, trying to have some weird narrative to go with it. So I, I'm definitely glad this is the version that I saw first instead of seeing the music video um, because it definitely made me enjoy the song a lot more. Uh, and Grace, is, Grace is cool. Like This is not the... like. Uh, Pseudo Miley Cyrus, like wacky Grace that we saw in the the in the I'm Fine, Thank You. Uh, but I think it's like, all right, this is her after like spending time on I'm Pretty Rap Star. Maybe it's almost like she spent time in developmental a little bit and refined her style, <laughs> while still yeah. being a little bit out there and a little bit, uh, like a little bit atypical, but we'll still kind of like bringing it down and re- like honing her style in. Um, yeah. Which is cool. Uh, I'm I'm enjoying that that uh, aspect, and this is just a cool song. Uh, so I'm looking forward to more from Crazy Grace. Uh, and the fact that she's like she's active on the internet. She's in a uh, she's, she has like cool videos. She might even do more vlogs and stuff. Uh, and people are lamenting the fact that she's not going to go on like music shows and stuff. And I'm like, she addressed it on a previous video. So she's that's just not the approach she wants to go. She wants to go different. She doesn't want, like, to, because nobody cares about music shows. She wants to actually put herself on the internet, be, you know, like a musician, putting her music out there, do gigs and stuff, which I imagine she's doing just fine. Uh, yeah. yeah. So she, she, She's going for the global thing. She's not trying to just, she's not, she doesn't want to just be another Korean pop chick. She wants, she wants it. She's using the Korean pop thing to extend and, and go beyond, but she's not following that Korean pop track. You know, yeah. she's not on that train. And I, I can respect that as well. Yeah. 
So good for Chris Grace. Do your thing. Keep kicking ass. Uh, well, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll keep it for you. All right. So yeah, that's all for what's new. Uh, we're gonna transition over to our headlines. So I'll do. I'll transition to the scene and do the other scene and bada boom, bada boom. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to our headlines. Talk about some topical topics, things going on in the world of East Asian pop culture. Things that are fine, interesting articles that are fine, fun. Um, let's get it started. Uh, first headline: Twice's Tui accidentally calls JYP a bitch. Uh, revolutionary Taiwanese <laughs> queen Genghis Tui <laughs> of Twice. Uh, goddamn it, Asian movie. Uh, made a typo. Quote unquote. Recently, that ended up shooting all over her boss. She uh, supposedly was wanting to try uh, type write uh, JYP Nation. Uh, if you can read the hang if she tries to write Nation. Uh, the image above, but uh, instead she wrote uh, what basically translates to JYP, you bitch. Uh, JYP, Nation. Couldn't have said First, it's a typo. Just like calling a show that she was a guest on Boring was a mistake uh but playing all this truth telling as language errors is the perfect cover for her uh this is, this is kind of a you know have you, ever, have you ever wanted to like you know say some real stuff to your boss and just play it off like like you made a language error you know like, i just speak english i i mean it's normally <laughs> I mean, I, I guess, I guess you could do that. I mean, I don't know, dude. The, one of these could be a mistake. The other one was probably some real shit. Is what I'm gonna say. <laughs> I don't know which one. That's for time to tell. But I'm gonna say one of them probably a mistake. The other one, which probably called TV show boring, was probably speaking some real shit off the top, and then just all of a sudden brought herself back. Was like, oh, sh- my bad, my bad. My bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I, I'm I'm appreciating. Uh, Chewie is is an odd character because she's, I think, which I think you'll find often with the youngest of any group. Uh, they are often there because they, it's not worth it to sink any more training into them because they're already like, on the ball like talent wise. But they don't quite necessarily, since they don't go through the training as long, they don't have all the, like, variety and, like, entertainer sense. They're just really talented, like, or they're really, or with her, she just has the look and she she's ready to just go out there and be a face. Because uh, she immediately was, like, <laughs> she immediately had, like, 15,000 modeling gigs and was uh, hawking. She already had her gar- cardboard cut out on I think the other uh the other cell phone company the, the other cell the telephone uh, network company that Solhion isn't on. Um so <laughs> I love that she's like has those like instantly like uh oblivious moments on like variety shows, which is cool. 
Uh, also, calling JYP a bitch is you know, sometimes sometimes necessary. Sometimes it can be kind of a bitch. But yeah. Talk, speaking of JYP, move on to the next one. A little bit more of a meteor article. Uh, meteor article. Uh, JYP to make moves in America once again? Uh, JY Park talks the state of the industry and upcoming JYP plans abroad. Uh, this is like an interview, uh, you know, where it's talk about different things about the inter- industry now, industry in the future. Uh, he, but the main thing he talks about is the, his possibility, kind of teases the possibility of JYP doing something in the States. Uh, the, right here at the end, it's like, is there any, you know, the interview, is there any big news we can expect out of JYP Entertainment in the future? Uh, to which he replies, we are in the midst of preparing something extremely exciting and new. Uh, interview says, please tell us more. Uh, he says, we are in the middle of preparing a huge project in America. We hope that it will turn out well. Currently, it's about eight, 70 to 80% complete, and it's something that I'm very, very excited about. Of course, yeah. any, you know, Wonder Girls fans are, you know, automatically triggered. Uh, <laughs> they're like, no, don't kill another group. Uh, because they're worried. But what, what I mean, you so, venture to guess this could be? So this I'm not. I'm not easy answers. Be a lot. There are some easy answers, and there's a lot of there's a lot of speculation about maybe releasing a group that is more integrated for the American audience in the K-pop style. But there's also a lot to glean from this interview, especially like him, him saying that K-pop is this thing that is, is started by borrowing from the American pop, hip hop and R and B cultures, but has progressed into being its own thing so much so that you can now take this thing that it's become and sell it back to the American populist um which is which is what it is which is how, how why me and Petey are into it and stuff like this it has enough of this thing that we can relate to but it just and it's also different enough and exotic enough to use that word uh that you're drawn to it um uh for a black guy and a cuban guy uh so you know for for it has these things that that we can see that come from music that we know that is from here in the states that then when it goes there comes back here and that that translation that happens and that circle that happens it becomes this thing that's just different enough that it's interesting um and that that's what's really cool about k-pop and that's always what happens to fail when they bring k-pop to america is they try to make it once again way too american (laughs) you know like yeah. Um, and you end up going, yeah. See that I don't like. I don't know what that shit is. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like uh, like him when, doing a song with uh, that that song with Akon, and she's like, I don't know about this. I don't hold with it, bub. Uh, yeah. 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 And I definitely feel for the Wonder Girls fans to be slightly triggered to hear anything out of JYP talking about coming to America because that that killed them. Just like any YG fan knows, the, the probably the wanting to to anyone to premiere in America also probably killed to anyone. Um, you know, it it it's a really rough thing, you know, and it's because they always go about it the wrong way. I think. Yeah. Um, 
And before anybody because says he, that uh, Wonder Girls technically didn't die, uh, let's be honest with her. With ourselves. They died. It's just that they, yeah. they, they didn't release the news of... They didn't want to release Wonder Girls disbanded as a headline because that would turn their to- their stocks to go. Because, <laughs> you know, stocks react to headlines, not actual, like, information. Uh, so mm-hmm. they knew as long as they didn't have to, they didn't release any headline that says Wonder Girls disbanded, but they were broken up. And they, they weren't doing anything. And then they reunited. They, they got a desperate reunification. And then they were able to play it off as, oh, this is, we finally put together their comeback project. We've been kind of working on different things for this whole time. And we finally came together with a project we like for them to come back. Yay! We were just kind of making sure it was perfect. They never broke up. They never disbanded. Please believe us. Uh, mm. And they got lucky because it killed and they're, they're back to being successful. <laughs> hugely successful, which is fantastic. But yeah, JYP killed one of the girls. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's also somebody speculated that it could just be simply like a like a full-blown JYP Nation concert in the States, like a concert tour in the States, which is... St- which would still be a, a big enough project to warrant getting excited about. Uh, because that would be not just a boy group being, you know, uh, being borrowed by some, like, no-name concert promoters. If it was JYP Nation, it would be done properly. Uh, there would be all the groups. So that would be exciting. It wouldn't go nowhere near me, but it would be exciting. <laughs> It'd probably be closer to you, but... But nowhere near me. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Even that though—that sounds cool. JYP Nation. Yeah. Would you go to JYP Nation? It it depends on what it is, man. You know, at the end of the day, it, like, it has know, to like, be uh, the whole like you know, got seven, two p.m., twice, Wonder Girls. Uh, if this JYP if, himself, uh, G Soul. What's left if, over him to say? If, if this was more of a product like that meant more consistent concerts from those bands that we love in Korea, you know, like in in places that we could actually get to, fuck yeah, bro, I'll, I'm down. Like, you know, and maybe a couple of releases that are released in, for America, like, fuck yeah. But if it's what it's always been, which is like, hey, your favorite Korean band now with your favorite American producer, like, what do you think of that? No, no, that it it hasn't worked. It's not going to work, and it's just because it's it, it's a constant lost in translation thing that never works out correctly, and yeah. I don't want that. So, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, even if it if it does end up just being a JYP Nation tour with with all mm-hmm. of those groups, like just going on tour, doing shows. Uh, that would still be cool. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll look, we'll wait with bated breath to see what, what JYP whispers into our ear. Yeah. <laughs> just be JYP. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, we'll just uh, JYP t-shirts in America now. Yes. That, that was, that's, 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 that's the project. YouTube you merch. It was expanding the merch. Uh, we need some Hallyujuku t-shirts. <laughs> Uh yeah, we can get our own merch to walk around in. Uh 
Yeah. Moving on to the next article. Cube makes statement regarding new reports that Beast will start a new company. So we talked about, I think we touched upon it uh, before. Uh, but yeah, we did. It's been going back and forth. But now we're getting reports that it's finalized, that you know, that's it. They're not going back. Uh, and they're starting the new company. And uh, there's a couple things. I read in a different article that they're starting the company and they're, uh, they're going to name it after one of their songs. So it would be something like Shock Entertainment or something like that, uh, which sounds really cool. Uh, but yeah, just now the internet in Korea is abuzz with reports that Beast uh, has started a new agency. According to one inside source, uh, the new contract for the new company will be signed as quickly as this weekend, and Beast will be starting anew. Uh, the inside source continues, if it ends up that Cube Entertainment will not allow the, them to use the name Beast, they are even thinking of changing their name. Uh, these are pretty serious accusations, and Cube has just stated that if Beast has signed with a new, another company, they are unaware of it. Uh, a representative from Cube just told the media, we can't know if the members have signed a new contract to start a new company. We only know that as we are still in contract negotiations, that nothing uh, is confirmed. Uh, more information on all of this is right in the next few minutes or you know, the next weekend or so. Uh, yeah, stay tuned. Stay so, I mean, it, it would definitely, it would definitely be kind of exciting. Um, and I mean, we we've seen generally individuals do pretty well at stepping out from a label and 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 then working on their own. So this would be an interesting thing to see a group do this. And I think there are a couple of of um, it's not a older. I, I think a couple of groups have done. It's not. Yeah, it's not unprecedented. I just can't name any precedent at the moment. Yeah, well, um, I can tell you one. Like, I can, I, tell you I, one I can major one. Xinhua. Uh like the long, the, the which are the longest reigning, uh, still living boy group. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. even like even longer. I think they came up before Sexkeys, who just reunited, because so they can't even reunite and take that title. So I think they came out in '98. And they're still going strong. And it was just a matter of like them going to like you know, uh refusing to, to have kick out a member and then just take been able to take their name and be able to continue their career and start their own label. Uh which yeah, like literally this is the president because they started their own label. Uh, I mean they started they joined a different label. And then, uh, which is good entertainment. Then they started their own company called Xinhua Company, which is the, the label that they're on uh, to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's there. The, so it, it's possible, especially with, if you have a strong enough uh, bond and a strong enough belief in the in the brand uh, that you hold on to. Now, the tough part is Xinhua had problems with it before them. Uh, they it looks like they're gonna have some pushback themselves as well as the name because Cube yeah. owns Beast, the name. Um, so who knows if they're gonna be able to like wrangle it from them? Like Xinhua ultimately were able to wrangle it from SM Entertainment, uh, or if they're gonna end up like having to na- change their name permanently, or if it's gonna be a temporary name change. We'll have to see how that works out. Um, it's going to be very weird to like say to, for a lot of fans to suddenly have to call them by a whole new name. As a group. Yeah, it, it 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 could be, but there could also be those things that 
the fans know them as or or some kind of thing that is is between them and the fans that that can end up becoming their new name if they can't continue to use beast that the really ingrained fans will know you know and it'll mean something to them and the those fans um but i don't know it's it's very depending on the situation and and we'll kind of have to see how this goes and see what this becomes in the future if it is going to become something else yeah uh this is all still developing uh even to this day because like i said this weekend so this weekend coming up, we might know a little bit more uh, about what's going on with Beast and all that. Uh, but it's, it's still wait and see. It's still wait yeah. and see what goes on with the, the group that I think we, we historically liked, uh, and we hope for the best for them uh, going forward. Into like their new, I do okay. Into their new forms, into the new ideas. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that just brings us to the end of another fantastic episode of How You Cast. Good up. Yeah, man. What have you got going on in your world? There's not much. Same old stuff. Go check out all the links to all the things. Uh, Sports Odds and Ends, uh, the, the Drunk Kids Gaming Podcast, DKG Welp, uh, me and DJM's Two Nerdy Black Guys, uh, which we should be doing some new episodes of soon. So just go check all those things out. Those are all the things that I always tell you guys to check out. And I love it when you do. So thank you very much. Uh, continue to listen to this show as well. Uh, you're going to first find us. All you know, find this all over the internet, uh, which is what I say for record breakers. Uh, you can of course find us on the internet. Uh, he's King Kaz. I'm PD Rave. Uh, we're gonna keep doing this thing. Uh, we're Halijuku. Kpoppodcast.com is a really easy website to share with your friends to find us at, or just Halijuku.com. Uh, Rebelli.net for this and other shows. Uh, Revali TV for on YouTube, on on Twitch as well. If I decide to kind of get more consistent with the streaming and stuff, uh, yeah, check us out iTunes, Stitcher, uh, all the places we can find podcasts. Well, yep. didn't they tell you? Don't you know? Until next time, hasta luego. you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>